0: Travolting presents The Fraser's Edge, hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore, covering In the Army Now. Enjoy the episode. Stuart. Jeff. Today, we're here to talk about one of the defining um, comedic archetypes in, in film. You
1: could say uh, a comedic archetype that we are in the
0: final chapter of a trilogy for us. Well, yes. But I am more referring to the time-honored tradition in the motion picture industry of, hmm, we have a funny comedian. Yeah. What can we do with them? Right. Well, we'll put them in a Christmas movie. Yes. We'll, uh, we'll put them against type. We'll team him up with a hard-boiled guy in a in like a cop comedy. Yeah, and then of course, the one and only test every comedian mistake. Time for you to be in the army now. Yeah, because that's right, folks. This week we're discussing in the army now. Paulie Shores go at the comedian in the army.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Film. Sorry, sorry, I, I, Jeff. I would stop you right there. The last time I looked at the title of this podcast, it was Travoltine presents the Fraser's Edge. Yes, this is now the third Polly Shore. Shore movie that we are. Yes, covering. Yes, we have
0: covered Polly Shore's entire Disney contract. Why? Because Brendan Fraser has been in all three of them. He's in this, as and the he's, same character. And this movie, I have a challenge for that one yes. because
1: they are very lazy <laughs> with how they try to propose that this guy is the same is yeah. Link. Yes, this is the third Link movie. But yes, you are correct. Apparently, Brennan Frazier does have a cameo in this movie, In the Army Now, as Link from Encino Man. That being said, it is the laziest cameo <laughs> I have ever seen <laughs> written. Like, wow.
0: Yes, it wow, is. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, yeah. So well, there's some actually interesting context about this movie specifically. Yes, um, but is. first I want to pick up with Brendan where he's at right now. Cuz okay. when we last left off we were talking about Airheads yeah, last week. Yeah. Right. Um where he's kind he's back in he's back doing comedies. Mm-hmm. You know he's on a drama comedy one for them one for me routine right now.
1: Cuz before that was with
0: With honors. With honors. With honors um which he passed with honors. Um He did pass with he honors. He passed with honors. Um but now he's you know, after with honors, he's doing Airheads. He's making a cameo in the Army now. Yeah, he's you know paying respects to Paulie. Sh- I can't believe I'm saying the phrase. He's paying <laughs> respects. respects
1: to Paulie. Shore. Sure.
0: No, <laughs> because we are broken. In as a strange men. sense, I mean, Encina Man was his big break. Yes. So he's kind of you know throwing Paul a bone, being like, hey, you know, you did this, you did that for me. I'll do this for you. I'll pop up in both these movies. It'll be fun. He's in them each for one shot. So it's not like he was there for a long time. Yeah. And it is he is playing the same character. So this is uh, his reprisal of Link over three different movies. You get to see how Link's life is evolving. I'm very happy for Link. He's doing well.
1: Yeah. Well, and then after this movie, he's in The Scout.
0: Yeah. I mean, after this, he does The Scout, The Passion of Darkly Noon, Glory Days, yada, yada,
1: yada. Which, you know, I'm just going to say this right now for you audience members. Uh, it's a lot of... Uh, 4.9, 5.4, 5. 5.8, 5. 5.6, 6.4, 6.7, 6.9, 6. 6. 4, 6. 7, 6. Yes. 9, 6 point, like, he's
0: in, he's, a, he gets into something of a rut right after this. Or yeah. I would even say with this, because this movie is most certainly a rut. Yes. Um, but he's still riding the high of the earlier successes that we've talked about. He's still in the category of working actor. Yeah. And even the movies that we talked about that weren't successful at the time, you know, a la Airheads. Um, kind of go, found a start resurgence. growing right after they come out in home video. Can you believe that that had
1: Adam Sandler and Steve Buscemi in it? It was crazy. I don't remember record. I mean,
0: you were going through it.
1: Yeah, I was going through. You're it. going through
0: it that day. Yeah,
1: I was going through it. Um, um, so yeah, he's gonna hit hit a little bit of a rut, and we don't really get another like. I mean, we don't we don't get a We're not covering the one episode he did in Duckman, right? No. Okay. The just...
0: next time he has his, you know, a big hit is George of the Jungle and yeah. then he is off to the races. And then
1: he's off to the races for another 2 years and then The Mummy.
0: Yes, which is part of the races. Right. Wow. But you know, right we're kind of in a little bit of a slum zone right now or yeah. we're getting into one. But it's not I wouldn't even Necessarily call it a slump for him personally. This would be a slump for Travolta, not for Fraser, because he's still coming up at this point. He's still in that
1: category of up and coming yeah. working actor, and I feel I think it's been proven time and time again he doesn't have an ego like Travolta yeah.
0: does, and he doesn't have as big of a um, he's not as big of a movie star at this point. Yeah, so no one really notices the movies that he does that aren't successful. Very well said. Like yeah. when Travolta starts failing. In the eighties. People notice now, God trolls is washed up. Yeah. Fraser, like he's in He was never washed in to begin with. He was never on the beach. Yeah. Or he's never (laughs) in the ocean to begin with. Yeah. So there's not really a major threat for him at this point, besides just the fact that he never does get a big role again, which we know that he does. Right. Um, but we'll talk about that context as we go through this next little period of rut. I just want to kind of catch up with him where he's at right now.
1: And thank you very much for tuning in to the Brendan Fraser Fraser's Edge podcast. Yeah, of course. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tune in next. No. Um... I want you to know, Jeff, that I was watching this with my girlfriend yesterday. I yes. uh, tell her I'm sorry. We were literally just laying on the couch watching this, and I was like, oh, is that is that the Fraser cameo? I'm like, yeah. It's like so you can stop watching this now, right? Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> right? <laughs> No, nope. I told her, no, nope. 100%. Like, what have you done? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's, it's, it's all or nothing. Babe. It's, it's all or nothing. All or nothing We're committed. locked in.
0: Cause yeah. I, would... I too watched this with my fiance last night and she fell asleep. Yeah. Um, which I was struggling not to During this movie Because folks I'm just going to say right off the bat This movie's interminable <laughs> It's like nigh unwatchable <laughs> it's, like a... it's not good And
1: I tried I tried really hard Because
0: like Encina Man I really enjoyed yeah. Son-in-law there were some bits I There like. were some bits in Son-in-law yeah. I was okay with And this, then this... <laughs> this movie The moment I... they shave his dew It's you yeah. No, know... they, they shave the dew and don't let him guzzle some brew Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But there that actually does speak to the context of this movie, which is that Pauly Shore has a lot of problems with this movie as well. Yeah. Because we talked about how he had a Disney deal at this point. Right. Um, and he wanted to do a movie that was not in his Disney deal called London Calling. Um was his goal shortly after in a Man and Son in Law. Uh but Disney insisted that he stick with them. And they had the script for this movie in the army now that they are like, this will be a great fit for Polly. Polly did not see it. He thought the script was, he didn't think the script was great. And he also wanted to continue with his weasel character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say that again. Pauly wished to continue with his weasel character.
1: He wished to continue with his weasel.
0: Character. Yes. Off of Encino Man and in some respects, Son-in-Law. Some respects. Yeah. Like London Calling would have just been a weasel movie. Yeah. Like it would have just been that character he'd been playing. Yeah. Um, but Disney was so insistent upon keeping him in their fold that they bought London calling and then shelved it. Wow. Just so that he would do in the army now instead. What was this Polly Shore fanaticism that they had? Uh, He was popular with teenagers at the time. It was crazy. Um, but it was Disney CEO, Jeffrey Katzenberg at the time. Mm. His, uh, his agents, um, wanted him to not do this movie. He didn't really want to do this movie. Um, and especially because his hair was gonna get shaved and he wouldn't be playing the weasel. It was generally considered by everyone in his circle it would be a bad move. Yeah. But Disney so fully boxed him in that this was the only choice he could make was to do this movie. Damn. And so he made in the army now, and they decided and he's like, Well, at least, you know, we can make the joke of it that it's Polly not playing Polly. Um, oddly enough, Polly went all in on talking about this movie on a Joe Rogan appearance like five years ago. Interesting. Um, Which is a very strange sentence. Yeah, it's strange. It was probably like an episode where it was like Joe Rogan and Donald Trump, or uh, Pauly Shore and Donald Trump appear on Joe Rogan, and like it was one of those weird artifacts of history most likely. Probably. Where like something big is happening at the same time as something small. Yeah. Not that uh, Pauly Shore is like, you know, big in any way.
1: Um, (laughs) Jeff... (laughs) Uh, so, but continue yeah. with what you were saying, like that yeah. you're trying to play off the bit that Polly's not being Polly. Yeah.
0: And then this movie tor- is the end of his career, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, this movie doesn't make that much money. Disney does not re up their contract with him after this. And his next two movies are flops. And his career is ostensibly over after this, which is, you know, it's the three Pollys that we've covered.
1: Right. Which I mean, like, after this, it was. Um... What was it after this?
0: After this, he does uh, Jury Duty and Biodome. Uh, Biodome being the one about being trapped inside of a dome. Interesting. Um, It's like they're put inside of a dome for a little bit to try and test out how men can... It's like a science experiment movie. Yeah, right. Oddly enough, I read about it in this book. I just finished called The 90s by Chuck Klosterman. Mm-hmm. They talked about how there was like the biodome experiment in the '90s, and then that they made this shitty movie based off of it. <laughs> Damn, but yeah, that's this. This movie is essentially the end of the poly, the poly shore experiment. Yeah, and uh, it's the end of our experience with poly shore on this show.
1: Good riddance. So it, yeah, good, ri- good riddance <laughs> for us. That's the yeah. Uh,
0: no more of this. No more of this. I'm done with this poly shore phase. Yeah. And another thing that kind of, you know, kneecaps this movie is this is this was written to be R rated. This is written to be a raunchy R rated comedy in the style of stripes.
1: Where have we met this problem with Disney we, before? We have met this problem. Yeah. <laughs> what was the mo- oh it was old dogs. It was old dogs. It was old dogs. Which that smells like a movie that should have been
0: R. Yeah, the thing about Old Dogs is that it's kind of funnier that they had to make it PG. Yeah. Because it's like this extremely transgressive movie rated PG. <laughs> like With kids, two very adult stars, yeah. John Travolta and Robin like, Williams. Old Dogs is almost funnier in that they forced it to be PG when it should have been R. Yeah. This is the opposite problem. Right. Like like, the if sir, like, have, have, have you seen Stripes? stripes. It's a Murray. it's the good version of this movie.
1: Oh, oh. Um no, but I, I know. Stripes is the
0: good version of this movie. Yeah. Um and then and then I'm trying to think like what are the other comedians in war? Like 1941 kind of fits in the this- 1941's a weird yeah. movie. Okay. But you Stripes is the good version of this movie and they wanted to, to try and Emulate that, and why? Hence, why it was written as R. Yeah. And then Disney was like, "Well, Polly appeals to teenagers, so it needs to be PG thirteen, no more, no less." <sighs> PG thirteen, no more, no less.
1: Uh, I mean, I couldn't honestly tell or give a shit yeah. either way. Yeah, because it's the whole movie in general is just kind of bluff. Yeah, and there's no, I mean, there's we we get a we get a set of ass cheeks yes that does happen we get some ass cheeks we get some poly ass we get some poly ass we go down the shore <laughs> down the sandy shore <laughs> we do go down uh, the sandy shores. yeah uh or his shore gets sandy um but uh, yeah honestly it's very muted movie for a movie yeah. that takes place during like a Lib- a libyan look at how rebellion. small my
0: notes for this movie are
1: look how small my notes are you don't even have any <laughs> i don't have any Start,
0: every week you come in and say i should probably do note, take notes next week and then you don't <laughs> <laughs> that's my bit that's my bit now for now on there's little
1: numbers take notes on these movies yeah. anymore i just come in raw and yeah, raw dog these episodes yeah
0: i really do do you want to just dive in to the plot Ye- yes because there is no plot here what plot are we talking uh, I, about watch this i'm going to recap this movie in 30 seconds or less. I'm going to time you. You're going to time me?
1: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. Wait, I need
0: to figure out what Paul friend's name is. That's all, that's all. All right. I'm I'm uh Well, actually,
1: give me a second. I got a 30 seconds you said?
0: Yes. All right. Let me know when I'm being timed.
1: Uh give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Uh third. no, 30 almost did 30 minutes. 30 seconds yeah. he says. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Almost there. Uh, are you ready?
0: Uh, yes. Go. Okay. Paulie Shore playing Bones and his friend Chad or Fred join the army because they have no other prospects. They want to open a video store. They uh, get recruited. They go through boot camp. They do okay at it because they're persistent. They get deployed to the water deployment They get water purification facility in a war between Chad and Libya. They get teamed up with two other chuckle fucks. Um, They get kidnapped by the Libyans. They escape somehow by kicking a wall open. They then call in an airstrike, blow up the Libyan facility, become U.S. Army heroes, and get the Congressional Medal of Honor. Wow. That was 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's the plot of this movie. Thank you for tuning in. Wow. Uh, Yeah. I mean. uh, mean, So, like, yeah, we start off in this video store, and Pauly Shore and his friend Fred... (laughs) Are working played about. by Andy Dick, by the way. Andy Dick, it's um, very important to know. They're like hustling the, um, they're like, hustling customers yeah. to, to keep their jobs, or hustling their manager. Yeah, they're hustling their manager to at, keep their job. At yeah. one point, Paulie says, "Like you know, I'm always selling. If the, if, the, if the store went on fire, I'd be selling tapes to the firemen." Right. It's like, how do I do it? Cause we're crazy boys.
1: yeah. It's Crazy Boys Video Store. I'm sorry, but this poly speak shtick is like run its
0: course for yeah, me. Yeah, it's run its course. Yeah, I'm I'm over it. Uh, but they get fired because they're caught um, hustling. Hustling, yeah. Um, and so they they decide the only option they have is to join the army. They join the reserves because it means two weeks of boot camp. They have to work like. Set like two weeks out of the year, yeah, and then they only get called in if there's like an actual war, yeah. Um, But then you know, a war breaks out between Chad and Libya, and for some reason, the United States Army is like involved, going in <laughs> with thousands of troops. Also, with multiple thousands, tens of thousands of troops. Also, I would just like to say, why is Libya invading Chad? Why is what?
1: What I mean, Do you are you thinking about the time frame for no, 1984? no, no? I'm going to
0: show you a map. Because as far as I'm aware, Libya and Chad don't border each other. Oh, wait, no, I'm wrong. They do. They do. I take it back. Libya and Chad do border each other. Jeff. I had to bring up a map. Geography. Yeah, geography. Yeah, look at this fucking guy. Fucking horde. But for some reason, the United States Army decides that they're going to invade Chad as well and fight back Libya. Yeah. Uh, so they get deployed and as the water boys to purify water. And they get sent in with Christine uh played by Lori Petty and for folks, David Allen Greer playing Fre- okay. Fred. Okay. Fred is David Allen Greer, Jack is Andy Dick. My bad. Yeah. And
1: uh for folks who don't recognize those names, I reckon I like saw them and I was like, oh wait, it's that person. Um Lori Petty is She is Sarah in Station Eleven. That's right. She's also in like more known movies like um, A League of Their Own, Point Break, Free Willy. Sorry, I just knew the the Lori Petty I knew from like Station Eleven was like the biggest thing. And then um, David Allen Greer. Him I know from. Oh, he's in The Patient. Interesting, Clifford the Big Red Dog. There's like another thing that I knew him from exactly, though. That that was a lot more like recognizable. Ah, uh, I'm running. I'm running out. I'm running out. You're running out. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, never mind. Well, anyway, there's some recognizable names that you might know, um, in this. Yes. So, at any rate, yes, they are water purification guys. Um, Jeff, got to give me some talk time, okay? audience yeah. has to know I'm still here. Yes. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, but give, it, I'm giving Stuart some talk the, time. The water purification guys, um, they run, a course, with these special forces dudes. Yeah. Um, it's around this time frame where we get our Brennan Fraser cameo. Yeah, and I, should,
0: I would like to point out before we get to the Brennan Fraser cameo mm-hmm. that there is one joke in this movie that I laughed at. What was And that it happens joke? here. And there's also one other thing in this movie that I laughed at. Okay. The first one is that when they go to the recruiting office, the recruiting officer is Glenn Morshower. Yeah. Um, who plays military dude in every single movie to ever exist. Every single movie. Now he's in like he's in the first three Transformers and the fifth one, we mustn't forget. He's in Transformers. He's an Iron Man. Well, he's in he's not an Iron Man. He's not an Iron he Man. He's an X Men first class. It might be what you're thinking of.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. But he's
0: in, um, he is in Transformers One as Colonel Sharp, who's the guy at the beginning of the movie, who's like, gotta cut the hard line, and like he's cutting the thing, We're so the transformer the can't. Line. But the thing is, he's in Transformers Two, Three, and Five as a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So he's much. Colonel Sharp, and then he's General Morshower, <laughs> but just playing himself. Wow. In uh, Transformers 2, 3, and 5, uh, Revenge of the Fallen, Dark, of the Moon, The Last Night. Wow. He's in X-Men First Class as Colonel Robert Hendry. He's in Battlefield 3 as, like, and Call of Duty Black Ops 2 as the FBI announcer. Like. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I want to imagine this guy's career for a second here, Jeff, because. Wait, Stuart, I'm going to go through this guy's career. <laughs> And I'm going to read for you only the titles he has in place. Okay. Not his name. Okay. Ensign, navigator, secret service agent, vice admiral, <laughs> colonel, captain, agent, agent, medical courier, <laughs> C- colonel, general, colonel, general, commander, general, <laughs> Cap- captain, detective, guard, chief petty officer, no. sheriff, no! Commander, sheriff, no! agent, <laughs> <the> lieutenant, so- <laughs> colonel, detective, agent, defense secretary, You're officer, general, coach, no admiral, There's preacher, no senator, <laughs> general, <laughs> editor, FBI oh executive God. assistant director, so many. A- agent, agent, Please, FBI, oh announcer, overlord.
1: <laughs> overlord?
0: <laughs> yeah, this, so- is a, this is in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered. But Whoa. that is that is <laughs> Glenn Moore career in titles.
1: Wow, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Le- what's his name again?
0: Glenn Moore
1: Glenn Moore You get that paycheck, bro. Now it's like. Can you imagine he's like on a first date it's like so what do you normally do it's like oh i'm the military guy in movies
0: <laughs> like, now as far as i can tell he doesn't have any actual military experience he just like fit the role really well oh <laughs> and has been stuck
1: in it for like 60 years do you think he like dreams of doing like a sappy
0: like a real movie,
1: movie? But he just keeps getting categorized as like the military guy, so he can't get out of it.
0: Yeah, his most recent work was he was the FBI executive assistant director in Ozark. <laughs> oh my god! But um, yes, he's it's very funny. But the reason I really laughed in this movie is because I've like I've obviously he's been in a lot of stuff, and I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he has hair in this. He does. He have has hair a nice is. do in this, and it really fucking threw me off. Because <laughs> he's bald. I'm used all to bald Glenmore Shower.
1: Yeah, he's he's normally bald.
0: And then I saw full haired Glenmore Shower, and I was like, oh,
1: okay. He <laughs> there had were hair. Two periods of Jeff's life.
0: <laughs> and I was like, okay,
1: pre hair Glenmore Shower, post hair Glenmore Shower.
0: Yeah, it threw me off for a second. I will not. I will not deny. Yeah, that's great, Jeff. Yes.
1: And speaking of hair, I wish I could do a hair-raking today on Brendan Fraser. But the problem is, is we don't see any hair on his head today because his cameo... I have a photo of it, Jeff. Do you want to see the photo? Yes, I do. That's the cameo.
0: Yeah, he's wearing a hat the whole he's time. He's wearing
1: a hat the whole time, and he's bending over. Do you so want you- to
0: just put it at the bottom? Yeah, just put, put it at the bottom. Is that want to do?
1: We, get, we haven't talked about what his cameo is, though, yet, Jeff. No, we
0: have not talked about him yet.
1: So... This is when we get the interaction with uh, the Special Forces guys. Yes. Uh, they're in a tent. They're in Libya already.
0: And are they in Libya or Chad? They're in Libya. They're in Chad, and they accidentally wind up in Libya. Okay. Because their their truck goes off the rest. Right.
1: That, that's right. And so uh, they're, they're in Chad, and they're in this mess hall tent, and they are eating grub or whatever. Yeah. And then... While they're eating, Brendan Fraser, in yeah. like a military camos, come like it walks by them, and it says, "Don't taste the chicken. It tastes like frog." By the way, are you gonna eat that? Takes a bite, eats it, and walks away. And he just like a gesture like, hmm, "Thank you."
0: He doesn't say thank you, but it's like a, like a thank you gesture, and then walks away. Yeah, because he ate a frog in the last two movies. It's he's still he's still like. <laughs> I, I must confess I did not laugh. I did not laugh. Um, like I was happy to see him. He gave it a little spark to this movie, but I did not laugh. And like, it's I did laugh at this. Like, is he supposed to be Link? He is supposed to be Link. Is his thing? And said, he's
1: full on talking.
0: <laughs> well, he 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 uh, his thing says Link on the um, his like fatigues. Oh my god, it's so like bring lazy. up that bring up that picture. It's it's, it's so, on his fatigue. It says Link.
1: It's so lazy though.
0: The idea being that we've now seen Link um, in high school, we've seen Link in college, and we've seen Link in the military.
1: Interesting that even a caveman, separated by thousands of years from American culture, would still end up in the yeah, in the in the armed forces. He, the was pres- industri- he was pressured into it, in the yeah. military
0: industrial complex. Yeah, sad. Yeah, very sad. Um. Well, um. Yeah, the the other joke, the one joke I laughed at in this movie is, uh, Paulie is like in training and he picks up a bazooka and he's holding it backwards. Yeah, like the firing ends at, on the back, and the instructor, the drill sergeant's like, um, "Mr. Bone, Private Bones, you're holding that, you're holding that upside down," and he just like rotates it. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually a really good joke. I like that yeah. one perfect joke in this movie. That was kind of funny. Yes, was okay, a truly perfect joke in this movie. And then the rest of it was kind of blah. Yeah, but they get they go to Chad, and then they get to they get knocked off a supply run by a Libyan attack, and they wind up in Libya.
1: Yeah, well, they're like in this is like a Spaceballs in the desert. Yeah, uh, Calm the desert, damn it, Calm the desert. Found anything yet? We mm, found, found shit. It. Good movie, Spaceballs. Way better than this movie. And Spaceballs, good movie. Uh, but at any rate, no, they're in the desert and they're wandering. They, um, their water truck breaks down in the sand, so it can't go any further. Um, and they find a Libyan camp. Yes. And they rescue one of the special forces guys.
0: Played by S.I. Morales. Uh, and then they escape. Who looks like, um, um... Oh my god, what's his name? Timothy. He looks like Timothy Oliphant.
1: Uh, I guess a little bit. But to the
0: extent that know. he's in the new Mission Impossible movie, and every time I see the trailer, I'm like, oh, Timothy Oliphant's in this movie. And it's not. And it's not. It's it's uh, S.I. Morales.
1: Oh, you know who this guy also is? He's also... Um, wait, is, am I thinking of the right guy?
0: I don't know. Are, are, are you well, thinking well, the right
1: there? I thought he looked... Yes, he is Dell in Ozarks.
0: Oh, Glenn Morshower and uh, S. I. Morales both uh, popping up in Ozark. Yeah. Wow. He's in uh, wow, yeah, wow. Ozark.
1: He's, uh, he's a very... Uh, and he's... Uh, this is not applicable to us at all, Jeff, but he's also Chief Lugo in Chicago PD.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Wow. 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 Wow.
1: wow. He's very good as Dell in... Um, uh, Ozarks, yeah. If they, you've like seen him as like the 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 cartel drug cl- crime lord, it's very good. Um, but yeah, then they escape. They reach a supply run. They get a radio. They call for help. It's um, it's that fucking guy's name who's like the first sergeant of the battalion over there. Um, Art Lafleur. Art Lafleur. Art Lafleur. Um, first Sergeant Brandon T. Williams. Uh, is his character. So they call for help and the picks up and he's like, all right, guys, I need you to go back to that Libyan base. You have a laser pointer. You're going to point the laser pointer at the Libyan base. And then they, they're going to do an airstrike on it. Yes. They go back to the Libyan base. They point the laser at it. A firefight breaks out. And then eventually they throw a grenade. The airstrike misses. And then a grenade blows up and it destroys the Libyan camp. Yes. And then they go home. They're back stateside. They opened up a store.
0: Yeah, they Is opened what... up a video store, and I can't—it's some kind of like Libyan-themed somehow, which seems insensitive. A little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, then the movie's over. That's that's ex- essentially the extent of it. The problem with this movie. There's a lot of there's a lot, of, Jeff. Well, number one. Paulie Shore does not work as a main character. We've talked about this. Correct. He's good as a supporting player. Yes. When you get a little taste of Polly, not yeah. the not the whole hog, not the
1: full, you know, gulp.
0: Yeah, just a little taste. Yeah. Um, and this movie is all Paulie. It's all. But pa- then it's all it, Paulie, but he's not, not allowed not to be, be Paulie. Full, full weasel. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's just Paulie Shore, who's not like a great actor when he's not being weasel. He's a terrible actor. He's terrible. <laughs> But he's he's like
1: Mr. Bean. That's like asking um, Rowan Atkinson Rowan to Atkinson. be in a Mr.
0: Bean movie, but he can't do Mr. Bean,
1: right? That that would make no sense at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I feel. It's uh, a quick a aside. Bit. Quick aside.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mr. Have you ever seen Johnny English? Uh, no. The the Rowan Atkinson movie where he plays the James Bond spoof. No. Are there three of those fucking movies? There's three of them. Yeah, I remember watching Johnny English when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, like when I was like five. Okay. I probably made Johnny English 2 in like 2013. They made Johnny English 3 like two years ago. Holy shit. I don't really? know what's... Yeah, it must be a big deal in the UK. It's crazy.
1: I mean, my favorite Rowan Atkinson is the one where he's playing like keyboard in like one of the... Uh,
0: the Olympics. The Olympics. That was pretty good.
1: That was like... Hold on. Let's see if I can like... Ladies and gentlemen... I, I watched this. Uh but uh, yeah, I'll just our our audience has to go and like listen to it. It's yeah. really funny.
0: Uh it's Johnny English, Reborn, and Johnny English Strikes Again. Johnny Angus Strikes Again, big movie because it featured the return of Boff. 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 <laughs> Thank you. That's how I felt watching this movie. Bless you, bless you. bless you, bless um,
1: you. Uh Jeff, what more do we need to do torture ourselves boys?
0: With this movie? I yeah. think I mean so at the beginning of this movie, Pauly does do one thing that I felt a lot of kinship with. What? He's talking about the movies that they're selling. Uh or he's talking about the military and he does um You can't handle the truth. He says, That's my Nicholson impression. You wanna hear more? And I was like, Pauly, I do. I do want to hear your Jack impression.
1: No, I don't want to hear anybody's Jack impression. In fact, oh.
0: Paulie, why don't you come No, I'm not going to. Oh,
1: my God. I
0: almost flipped Stuart, the table. Stuart like
1: I almost flipped this fucking table. No. I would have killed
0: you. Now, my final notes for in my book on this movie are boring with three Gs, and then cool, and then that's it. Yeah, well, folks, sorry, you know. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think that's all we can all we can really talk about.
1: Yeah, you know, apologies for, you know, another short episode, but it's it's kind of like we don't want to waste your time with, you know, listen to the next one. The next one will be better.
0: Well, no, this this I think better. this was a good episode. We had some Oh good, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a short one. People like a little morsel yeah. so
1: sometimes. But get get ready for when he plays when Brendan Fraser plays Steve Nebraska in The Scout.
0: Yeah, make sure to tune in. uh thank you folks for listening to this episode on in the army. Oh, this movie comes out. It's I'll Wait, let oh, me Oh yeah. So yeah, post don't, text. Don't, this movie comes Sorry. out um my bad. August 12th, 1994. Um it is is not a box office success. It's Paul Shore's fourth. It's still Pauly Shore's fourth most successful movie ever. Holy shit. Behind Encino Man's son-in-law in a goofy movie. Oh, my God. You call a goofy movie like an actual Poly Shore movie? It. He's in it. He is in it. But doing what? Voicing doing... a character. Jesus. What character? He is, we've talked about this, Robert Bobby Zamaruski. Okay. You cannot call that a Pauly Shore movie. It's though. a Pauly Shore movie. He's in it. It's not like a Pauly Shore movie, but he's in it. Hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, comes out, it's a flop, it has a six percent on rotten tomatoes. Uh <laughs> ah, ah, this this nineteen ninety-four polyshore vehicle stretches its star's thin shtick to the breaking point with a laugh deficient screenplay that borrows shamelessly from Bill Murray's far superior stripes. Yeah. Brutal. Anyway, now we can actually say thank you folks for listening to this episode on In the Army Now. Uh, make sure to tune next week for our episode on The Scout with Ange Gardner.
1: Hey. We're joined by Ange Gardner
0: coming back from the Bolt episode and the Gaudi episode. Yes. Um, yeah, make sure you tune in for that one. Um, in the meantime, please remember to rate, group, subscribe, or whatever platform you're listening on. As a reminder, we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Um, hit us up on any of them as you wish. You can find us at Twitter or Instagram at TravoltingPod. You can email us Pop into the Reddit, r slash Travolting. You can find me on Twitter at Jeff w. Sweeney. Narg. 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 And as always, special thanks to Michael Van Bodegum-Smith for the theme music and Rebecca Johnson for the graphic design you're seeing on your phone right now. Have a great week, rest of your week, folks, and see you next time.
1: God bless. Bye.